some days life feels perfect Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our hearts through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another live episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. This is a different night for us, and some of you are returning from from last night. You listened in last night, and I see some numbers out there that I'm familiar with from last night, so I want to say thank you, special, special thank you for those of you who are back on with us again for tonight. So thanks to our chat line people as well. And for those of you, we're just going to kind of move pretty quickly because I want, I hope that there are many women that are going to call in and um, and just honor and thank our men tonight. And I'll get more into that, but I want to just move forward really quickly so that we don't miss out on anyone tonight. So real quick, just the housekeeping things. Um, I want to just, that song that I just played, I love that song. I was actually listening to a well, I'd say a friend, just someone I kind of met through doing the radio shows. I've never met her, but we've talked on the phone, and I was listening. She's out of Atlanta, and she has uh, an, a show in Atlanta, actually. It's not a blog talk show. And I heard that song and just fell in love with it. So even in tonight's show, how it talks about, um, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, some days seem perfect, and some days we just really don't know. That's kind of what I get from that song, but to speak life. And as I listened to it tonight, this time, I thought about what if we would speak life into the men, our kings, um, those who are doing the best that they can with what they have. They are conscious, and they're doing the best that they can. So it's, it's one thing to be conscious and do nothing or to make excuses or something like that, it's also another thing to be conscious and, and understand that this is a process and that if you'll work with me, I promise you I'll get there. So I love that song, and as I listen to it tonight again, I, I just thought about this topic, tonight's topic. So speak life over every situation. Um, for our chat line listeners, for those of you who are listening online with us, remember you do have to be a registered follower to submit your questions or comments for tonight's show. So you do have to register as a follower in order to do that. If you have not or if you're not a follower at this time, you can select follow, and it'll it'll kind of take you to a different link, and it will ask you if you want to register using your Facebook account, and you can do that. Simple and easy. They won't, you know, terrorize you with stuff, so don't worry about that. However, some people, if they're going to use the chat line, they prefer not to use their Facebook name, that's okay as well. You can register using a username and select your own password, and you'll have to put that in each time that you listen online and you want to comment or question if you ha- or, make, or have questions. If you have no intentions on doing that and you don't want to register to follow, you can always listen online from your phone, from your computer, from your, I guess, iPad and all that stuff, whatever has Internet. So you can do that tonight. Or you can just simply call in, 818-691-7406. And for those of you who did call in tonight, you do have to select the number one 
for us to pull you in, for you for you to ask questions, comments, and especially for you to say thank you and honor the king in your life. So I have some people that have committed to calling in tonight. I've kind of been getting calls and and Facebook messages. So um, I'm expecting one lady who's going to get out of class. She's in school tonight, but she says I'm going to to sneak out of class, and I'm going to call. So as soon as I see her number, I'm going to pull her in um, so that she can get back into class. She's going to nursing school, and she's a she's a mama holding it down by herself, mother of two. And so we're going to pull her, her in really quick to honor the king in her life. Um, before uh, bringing Marina in, I want to just remind you guys about the the trash can concept remember if you have not if you have not moved your trash can please 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 do so if you are thinking about making a change in your in your life if you're thinking i need something different in my life why am i not experiencing life the way that i want to why am i why do i feel like this hamster so to speak and we all know the hamster the hamster tale where it just talks about the hamster goes around and around and around and around always in and right back in the same place never really leaving the same place so if you are play this game with us i promise you it, it won't hurt so what we ask you to do for our new listeners is move your trash can from one location to another and what you will find if you're like normal people you'll find that you go back to where you moved it from and as you continue to go back to where you moved it from, allow that to help you think about how our, how our mind keeps up with even the most smallest insignificant things in our life. So if it keeps up with things like where we put our trash and we go back there without much thought process, just imagine the things, good or bad, that we get used to, that we get accustomed to. Regardless, again, if, it's, if it adds value to our lives or not, we get accustomed to it. So what that means is we have to first understand where we are in life, first, and second, understand where we want to go. What, what is that journey? Where do we want to end up? And how can I best get there? And the, the first way is we have to renew our mind. We have to change our thoughts. We've been... We've been through some stuff, and I'm just, I'm, this is Tammy talking from Tammy. I'm talking to my people tonight. We've been through some stuff. I get that, some more than others. But we have to change our mind. We have to change our outlook on what's out there for us, even in the way we honor the men in our lives. Society has taught us to even belittle that, in a sense. So we're going to talk about all that tonight. Um, but do move that trash can, and I want to hear your trash can horror stories because sooner or later they'll get better, and you'll 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 get accustomed to moving it, and you'll find that you're every time you move it, you are going back to its old location less and less. So, in 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 saying that, remember: sow a thought, reap an action. You sow an action, you reap a habit. You sow habit, you reap your character or character, and then character leads to your destiny. So all of that comes from your thoughts. So I ask you tonight, where are your thoughts taking you? And if it's somewhere you don't plan on going, you never wanted to go, or if you don't know, then it's time to move your trash can, play the game, reassess, make it fun, and then get going. So that's my spiel tonight. And for those of you who are just coming in, you just missed out on a whole lot of stuff. I see some numbers have popped up. 
So go back and listen to the beginning of the show because we're not going to go back. But um, thank you for tuning in with us tonight. And I'm going to now turn it over. We have Marina Thomas, and she is founder of this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful program. And I'm going to let her tell you the name. I'm going to let her tell you about it, maybe how it started, just as much as she wants to share. And then we'll get right into tonight's show. Marina? Hi, Tammy, and welcome, 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 all the listeners. I'm so excited to to be a part of this um, this concept of honoring our men. So thank you, Tammy, for having me. Thank you for the topic, and thank you for those who have joined in and want to listen and are going to shout out the brothers. So where to start, Tammy? Oh, my goodness. Um, I guess... I have to go back a little bit, if I may, and talk a little bit about my childhood and and growing up and how I came to the idea of um, even putting this idea about honoring black men out. Um, Having grown up in New York and Brooklyn, small-knit community, and the men in our community I remember as a child growing up were very protective of the community. They stood guard in the community. I remember the Panthers, and so I remember seeing all these black men being responsible for the community, per se. And although my father, I did not know my father, I had someone to step in when I was about five years old and marry my mom, and to me, he is a father to me. So I had all these, my grandfather, I had all these strong black men that I looked up to and that I admired, and I guess that's where I can say I really fell in love with black men, men having seen them in the community be protectors, providers, um, just taking that initiative to kind of cuddle the community. And as I got older, you know, I had my own experiences in terms of relationships and, and some good, some bad, me being the common denominator, choosing the relationships that I chose. But I never have been the type of person that that looked down on black men. I've always seen them in a light of um, beauty and um, just really honoring them for who they are. Now, I'm speaking from my own personal experience, and, and so I honor other people's experience, but I want people to understand where I'm coming from. I'm speaking for Marina. And so when I came up with this idea, well, first of all, I have a book. I have a book of poetry that I wrote that honors African-American men. And that book came about because I was looking for a piece of poetry for my son. I have a 21-year-old son. And I was looking for a piece of poetry that I could give to him that spoke to him about honoring him as a young black man. And I couldn't find anything, Tammy. And I was so surprised that I couldn't find any poetry that spoke about the beauty of my son. So I said, well, as a poet, why not write my own? And one poem turned into 50. And so I wrote and self-published a book of poetry, and it's called If I Decide to Fly, Collected Poems of Affirmation and Celebration for African-American Men. And so I guess I've always been on this journey of honoring black men because what I see in them is myself, that they're just a reflection of me. Hmm. And um, this Conscious King's idea came about, I was sitting one day in in meditation, and the word black came to me. And from there, I saw it as an acronym 
for Brothers Living Conscious Kings. And I thought, hmm, what does that mean exactly, conscious kings? Because I think we're using this word conscious a lot now, and I don't know if it's been watered down or if it's just an, a, a word that we're throwing around. But I think what this idea for me, the way I see it, is exactly what you said. You said it so eloquently is that I'm honoring those men that are doing the best that they can where they are. Mm. Yeah. So and, this, and this I go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna. I just want to stop you for a minute. That I want people to really hear that because because if we don't understand and we we sometimes that can be hard, ladies. I get it. Believe me, I get it. But if we don't at least attempt to do that, then we will certainly, in my, in my opinion, lose that man. And because, well, we'll get more into that. But I just wanted to kind of pause it there. Um, for everyone to really kind of just let that stick, let that soak for a moment, even after this show, because there are some men out there that really are doing the best that they can with what they have and and, and based on what they've dealt with in their own lives. And it takes a very mature, godly woman, someone who's seeking God um, to, to be pleased to God on a daily basis to really understand that and to be able to give that. Um, because I can raise my hand and say I was not always one of those women. I didn't care what you've been through, what you where you were in your life. What you, all I knew is what I needed, what I wanted, and that that was it. That was mm-hmm. it. So, okay, back over to you. <laughs> well, I, I think you know I, I've I've been asked this question a lot when I first wrote my book of poetry, and I, I was on a radio show. I never forget this. This young lady called in, and she said, "Well, Marina, I, I take offense at." you writing a book honoring and celebrating all African-American men. And she said, because in my opinion, I don't think that you can blanket um, a statement like that. You can't just say you're going to honor. What about the rapist? What about the pedophile? What about the man that's not taking care of his children? What about those types of men? How can you uplift and celebrate those types? And... What I said to her was, I I honor and respect what you're saying, but I don't choose to play God. This is something that God gave to me as a gift, poetry, and so I put it out into the universe. It's not for me to pick and choose who gets to receive this message because this message could change somebody's life. It could turn somebody around. And so it's not my responsibility to say that you're not better, you you don't deserve to be honored, you don't deserve to be uplifted, because my 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 motto in life is there, but by the grace of God go I. I try to live by that because I haven't always been the marina that I am now. And so my my responsibility is just to put the message out there, and to the to whomever receives it. Hopefully, it will be received in a way where the person will understand this is from God's God's mouth to your ears. Right. And, you know, um, when I hear that, I think about when you talk about the caller calling in and asking you how can you and, and not really supporting that, in everything that we do, 
someone is not going to be supportive of it. They're not going to get it. They may not get it at that moment, and and it can be for many, many reasons. However, we also have to understand that your king, your conscious king may be conscious in a different way for you. What, What works for you and, and what comes as a king for you may not work for me, but there are some things that we're talking about here I think that we can we can work and understand and get on some common ground about. Number one, just the conscious means basically being aware. You uh-huh. can be aware and still working towards perfecting that awareness. So it, it's so many angles to look at this, but the, but the, the root of it is, we can change this thing around. I said, when I saw your, your post in Marina, and I remember being up that night, um, I don't even know. I just, it's, it's like it almost just popped there right in front of Facebook. I was on Facebook, of course. And I thought, wow. And I've not had just a whole lot of good men in my life. I mean, I, I don't have a string line. I know my father. Yes, I do. Do I feel I have a relationship with my father? Absolutely no. I don't feel that way. I don't feel like we have a relationship. So I could, I can take the bitter side of this. Um, I have a, a large number of men in my family life, but and and I can't say that I could go to many of them and say, hey, let me get a hundred dollars if I needed it. I'm just being being candidly honest here. Mm-hmm. Had my share of back, ups and downs, relationship wise and so forth. Uh, marriage-wise as well. So I have a line, and I can choose to be bitter here and say, this is going, every man is this way, every husband will be this way, every brother, every uncle, every father. I can, I can say all of this, but at the, at the end of the day is what is that going to get us? Where would that get me? Where would that get you at the end of the day? Because we all have stuff that we come from. And once you understand that your stuff led you to a place where if your stuff has led you, because me, transparent again, I realized I had some stuff in my bag. I had some stuff that I needed to unpack, deal with. Sometimes I felt like I unpacked it and thought, oh, this is too much. Let me put it back in here. (laughs) Close this suitcase up, go buy another suitcase, and put that suitcase in that because I wasn't ready to deal with it. So, It's not about a perfect man, a perfect king, not about that. It's about a a king, a man that is aware, and like we said earlier, doing the best that he can, making an effort. And so while while we're nagging, are we praying, godly women? If we're, you know, if we're nagging, are we doing just that more praying? Because I, I realized that I wasn't. I was doing more nagging, more talking, like you said, trying to be God, trying to fix it. And I can't even fix myself. So how can I mm-hmm. fix somebody? So, okay, back over to you. <laughs> well, the thing, I, the, the other thing I want to say about this, Penny, you, you, you bring up such great points. And, and the thing I, I want to really put out there is I, I honor those women that feel the way that they do because that was once me. I was that woman that was very bitter um, about black men specifically, that very negative about what, what, where they were, what I thought they weren't doing, um, and all that stuff that was so real for me at the time. And so when I moved into um, really understanding for me personally that 
that wasn't my stuff. Like, it's not for me to try to try to be responsible for black men as a whole. I wanted to take on the black man's plight. Like, I wanted to shake them all and say, do you see what's happening in our communities? Do you see what's happening to our relationships? Do you see what's happening? And I wanted to just shake them and wake them up. And then when I realized that my voice, my, my poetry, this concept of these conscious kings, this is my, this is my contribution this is the piece that I can play, the part that I can do, but it's not my responsibility to try to heal black men. And once I understood that, I became a lot more forgiving. I became a lot more tolerant. I became a lot more compassionate. And and to those brothers that, that are in that predicament, I say, you know, you, you have a certain responsibility. You have a certain accountability. You you have a certain, um, I guess responsibility is the word I really want to use, to, to yourself first, to your God, to yourself, to whom, whatever you practice, but you have a certain responsibility. And, it, and in that, and in that realization of that responsibility, you can come to a place where you can understand who you are who you are as a man, who you are as a, as a spirit, who you are as a father, but taking that time to really look inside yourself. And I, that's what this concept of our conscious kings, when these brothers walk around with this shirt and they see another brother with a shirt on, that brother is, to me, it's saying they're having an unspoken conversation through looking at this shirt. You're, you're saying that I am taking on the responsibility of being a conscious king, that I'm yes. taking on that responsibility. It doesn't mean I'm perfect. It doesn't mean that I don't have some stuff that I need to deal with, but I'm taking on that responsibility, and I invite you to do the same. And you know what would really j- just just what would really help that along, and the same for women, if we, if, if men... I'm going to stick with women. If women, um, because I'm a woman, saw more or had more women um, unifying, supporting one another, um, not being envious, jealous, not competing, but just understanding, first of all, loving the skin that they're in, loving themselves, loving God, and then supporting one another. What if more if, if more women saw more women doing that? What if our young girls saw people, women our age, doing that? What if this was their model? Because they do mimic what they see. Same with our men. If there were, if, if this movement, when this movement, I'll say, when this movement really, really just starts to go state to state, city to city, and these shirts are out there and, and, and these proud, like you said, not perfect men, but conscious men who are aware when when this takes place and they start to see this th- you guys that is a movement and that's why I love that you're calling a movement and that's what we need to start doing in every area of our lives is start your personal movement just like transformation and change for me was my personal movement and what I've seen start to happen is my life is shifting. The people who come in my life, the people that I attract, mm. it changes. So if it, if it changes, when they say the change does start with you, if you start in your space, 
It is so true that darkness, darkness cannot remain in light. The smallest amount of light, try it. Turn every light on in your house and just light a, a candle or whatever it is, cigarette lighter, match, whatever you have, light it. That light becomes the focus. It's, it's, it's dark areas in your life, but take that light into another dark room. The light becomes the focus. So we, we can't change it. That's what we have to start spreading is light, especially in the lives of our men, because my creator says that men, the word says that they are to lead. They are the providers. So many things that we want to take on and we've raised our hand for, we really, at the end of the day, we cannot handle them. We weren't designed to handle them. We're emotional. We're caught. All of that. That's my opinion. But yet, and still, we want to take it. We want to almost beat it out of them. And I understand because I'm telling you, I was one. I was a negative woman. I used to sit on the phone, talk to friends all day about <laughs> some mean. <laughs> but I don't even want to do that anymore. I have no desire. I want to find those good things in those conscious men who are doing the best that they can do. And like you said, Marina, is that doesn't mean we're, we, we, we accept excuses because you're conscious now. So you know. You, you are aware. So that we're going to uplift support, but we, we also are going to deal with truth and in truth. And, and it's just so much that can come out of this. I love when you said that you wanted to take some of the men and say, do you see what's happening? Do you see what's happening? And I think, yes, some of them saw what was happening and they see what's happening. And I think a lot of them just feel like they can't fight the world and us too. Mhm, mhm, mhm. I love that. And you know, the other thing I wanted to say is that I'm, 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 I'm sick and tired of black men being lumped into this category of the bad black man. The heart. I know some wonderful brothers here in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. I know some phenomenal brothers here. I know some brothers that if I could, if I could needed to pick up the phone and say I need some help with something, they would be here in a heartbeat. And so I I want those brothers to get their accolades. I want them to get their due. I want them to be acknowledged. I don't want them to be in that category of men and, and not to divide because I understand the idea of divide and conquer, but it's just been so much said about the the other. So let's give the brothers who are holding it down for their families, taking care of their children, working in the community, um, doing what they have to do to support the sisters and loving us, let's give them their opportunity to shine. Let's, let's stop putting, the, the, putting them all in this group and acting as if there aren't some brothers that are doing, doing the right thing. And so I'm, I want to take on that. I want to say... Brother, I love you. You're doing a phenomenal job. Brother Ellie, I love you. You're doing a phenomenal job. You have a beautiful family. And I'm not saying that you're perfect. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is I like what you stand for. I like the way you carry yourself. I like the way you represent your wife and your children. I want those brothers to be acknowledged, and and that's what's important to me. You know, I saw, and I, I did not get permission to share this, but I'm, I think anything that you put on Facebook is public, right? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I, it, <laughs> so, but I saw, I was share, I was telling a friend of mine um, about this posting, and I'm gonna just give a shout out here, but I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm a queen, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna honor my queen first, 
I don't know his wife, but I'm going to just tell you what he put on here. And this this person is always just uplifting his wife um, in in the just most beautiful, beautiful way. So I'm going to find this post, and I want to tell you both their names. But what he put on here is, um, he it says, wow, this is my girlfriend, my wife, my baby's mama, my grandbaby's grandma, and my friend for life. Mm. It's powerful. So he said, this is my girlfriend, my wife, my baby's mama, my grandbaby's grandma, and my friend for life. And that came from Dexter Shopper. This guy uh, grew up in the same town as I did, and his wife, is her name is Shaquella Ship, Shipman Shopper. And I just see their postings uh, not as often as I would like for some reason, but that one, of course, I saw it a few days ago. Um, and it was powerful, and it was a picture of, of both of them. And, again, he is he is just always uplifting her, but I'm sure because she makes it a point to uplift him as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And, that's, Dr., I want to speak to the women. You know, I want to – I think a lot of times, you know, we, we, we have carried a lot um, given our history and, and given w- the the plight of our community and the, the breakdown of our community, but um, I I just want to say, and I'm speaking to myself too. So please do not hear this as a sermon. Me standing on my soapbox. Um, I think there comes a time when we have to be accountable for our actions. We have to be accountable for the men that we choose. We have to be accountable for the way we treat our sisters. We have to be accountable for the way we um, uphold our community. And so a lot of times when we are placing this sense of responsibility on black men, we haven't really looked at ourselves. I haven't looked at myself to say, now, Marina, you know, in the past, you know that man was off limits. You know he had a girlfriend, so you know that that was not somebody that you should have been in pursuit of. You know that, that, that whatever. So I have to look at myself and I have to hold myself accountable so I can't just point the finger at the man. And I think we as women, if we really, really take a look at ourselves and look at inside of ourselves and really just kind of examine, I think a lot of the problems in our community could be solved in terms of relationships. And this is just Marina speaking. But I think we hold a lot more power than we give ourselves credit for. I, I second that, Marina, in the highest way. And, and as you said, that especially about the lemon, you know, we know that we have a lemon, and what came to mind is, but we try to wrap, take, we take that lemon and we try to wrap it up in chocolate and keep it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still, when you get through the chocolate, it's going to be a lemon. It is what it is. It really is. And then about being accountable, and I think you and I had this conversation off the air. We, I, I'm, I should, let, me, let me change the words. Let me help me, Lord. Let me rephrase this because we are live. <laughs> um, you know, I am, I really kind of get sick of hearing women talking about where is my Boaz. And I'm, I'm, all I want to say is, are you a Ruth? Because when I think about that story, I think about the women today, and I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just generalizing. I'm like, Marina, don't, don't be at my doorstep tomorrow. But <laughs> we're looking for a Boaz. What you need to ask yourself is, are you a Ruth? Because what I see 
a, a great deal of women, they don't love their mother-in-laws while their husbands are alive. They don't want them to visit or take, they don't want them to do anything for their mothers, their mother-in-law and their mothers. They want to take them away. So now imagine Ruth did this after this man is gone. She honored, she was still trying to honor him by respecting and loving who she was because of who she was. So we have, when you say accountable, we need to start thinking about, you're so right. We're, we're, we're blaming men, but we can change this because mm-hmm. my grandmother's always said the, the, the dog is playing with somebody. If, if the cat mm-hmm. cannot play with, he's going to have to go home. But, see, we're not, we're, we're not sending them home. I'm not calling men dogs. I'm not calling women dogs. <laughs> but that's just something my grandmother said. They can't do nothing out there by themselves. Somebody's out there for that's, them to play with. Somebody's out there to, for them to play with. That's that's that's. I've never heard it put that way, but that that sounds like that old school wisdom. And you know, uh, the other thing too is, you know, I, I can sometimes I can I can hear when I have these conversations with my with my girlfriends, I can hear them say, "Well, you know, Marina, why is it always the woman? Why is it always the woman's fault?" And and you're. You, that's the way you're hearing it because I'm not saying it's the woman's fault, nor am I saying it's the man's fault. But what I'm what I am saying is exactly what you just said that it takes two to play, and so I have to look at myself. I have to examine what do I really want. Do I really want a man that's mine, or do I want to a man that I know is not available? And then so if I get him, what will he then be mine? So I have to just be honest and authentic with myself. And I think once, me personally, I got to that point where I was really able to examine, well, why would you want to play second fiddle? How do you feel about yourself, Marina? Do you feel worthy? Do you feel like you could have a man that's just yours? Do you feel like a man could be, um, could could not cheat? I mean, do you really believe that? Or have you bought into this idea that every man is going to stray? Exam- take the time to examine what you feel, and you'll understand what you've been attracting. And so and I think you know, that's important because if you feel that way, if you feel that, and, and I think a lot of it stirs from that how a woman feels about herself, um, as yes. to how what she will accept, what she will remain in, um, how even how she will honor and thank the king in her life. Um, and we don't want to deal with that in most cases. So we will we find another way, which is the way of the world. We find something or someone else to blame. And, and meanwhile, it's saying to us that we're okay, but but we're not. We're not because why do you, like you said about being the common denominator uh, in the relationships early during the show? We sometimes have to realize well who who is picking if 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 these if you if you have so much negativity to say about the men that you pick then something you you might need to look at that common denominator which is always exactly. you which is you which feel always that, go ahead go ahead marina oh no i was going to say which always ends up being self right right so um a few, few questions what I know I've kind of talked a little bit about 
conscious, what is, and, and for those of you, we did have the young lady calling in. She's going to have to call back in a second. So for those of you who are listening, if you have um, a conscious king, please, please, you don't have to give your name if you don't want to, but, but say, you don't have to do the first and last name if you don't want to, but there is, this, this is good stuff. This is all good stuff. So um, if you do, you know, let's step out of the shell tonight. I, I guarantee you, and I posted this last night about the show, Overcoming and Understanding Rejection. If I had put out there how to overcome and understand a breakup, oh, Lord, I would have had 200 women. We, we are mm-hmm. so into anything that has anything to do with a man or a relationship, yet we continue to beat them up, yet we continue to think that love doesn't work. If, it, if it's not working after all the postings you comment on, you post anything about a relationship, especially from a man, you're going to get three, 400 comments from women. Yet we're not changing. If all this engaging is going on, and nothing is changing relationship-wise and in our thought process, and we're not changing. Then, like I said last night, when will we understand that the things that cause the breakup is within you? It's some things that you're not dealing with with yourself. It's that rejection. It's that abandonment that you feel. It's that unworthiness, that lack of self-love. Until you start to deal with that, you can get a 100 on that relationship quiz. And I guarantee you're going to wake up one day and say, who the hell is this next to me? Who is <laughs> And how did he end up here? You know why? Because you're not going to know who you are. All those feelings are going to come up one day, even if it's one day at a time. You will eventually get to that point, who is this? Who am I? Where am I? How long have we been doing this? So until we understand who we are, and love ourselves, you're right. No one's going to come in and love you and respect you more than you do yourself. And you're going to get exactly what you allow. And the things that you allow, nine times out of ten, you're going you're gonna to have, have, either have to end it or you're going to have to deal with it or just wait it out. Wait till he's 65, 70 years old and want to change. <laughs> and you know that show. Listening to that show last night, Tammy, that that was a very that that was um a, a light bulb epiphany moment for me because you said some things in that show last night that I you you really helped me to understand why the why. You know, I I a lot of times I didn't really understand the, the things that I was holding on to, how they were impacting my life. And when you talked about your own personal experiences. I was like, God, I thought I was over that. I thought I had worked through that. I thought I thought that was, but obviously if I'm still experiencing the same thing, if I'm, the patterns are still appearing to be the same, then it's obvious that there's something there that I haven't finished working on. I need to go dig deeper. I need to excavate a little bit more. And I really want to talk about this idea of loving ourselves because I, there was a time in my life when I hated to hear that because I did not understand what that meant. I would hear people say, well, Marina, if you loved yourself, you wouldn't make the choices that you made. Marina, if you loved yourself. And I was like, well, well, hell, what does that mean? What does it mean to love myself? And it was almost like talking to somebody that was, you were talking Spanish and I'm speaking in French. I don't understand it. But what, what I really think is important is that when you talk about loving yourself, 
I think the key thing that I want to share with people that I got about that is if, that if you don't wake up in the morning happy with where you are, regardless of what that looks like, if you don't have joy in your heart, if you're not willing to look at yourself and examine what's inside your life, what are the things that you want out of life and are those things showing up in your life, and if they I believe my God is a God of, of action. I don't believe that I wish for things and they just don't happen. And if those All things right. aren't showing up, then there must be something that I'm not doing. I need to work a little bit more. I need to look at myself in the mirror and, and, and love myself a little bit more. So I think it's just so important for us when we talk about loving ourselves that that's a personal, there's no blanket statement about that. There's no, you can't say, well, loving yourself looks like this, 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 and that. It's so individual. Right. But and you, you know, know when that joy is coming up. I think people realize, I used to have a problem with that, and they say, what do you mean? You know, how do you not love yourself? But when you really get to understand that and, and get on, grasp who you are and, and the, the choices that you make and the things that you allow and put up with, it is so mm-hmm. true. It's, it's for you. Um, and until talking about God, your creator, I, I, my opinion, if you don't love yourself, if you don't, Truly love yourself, and you know if you do. You might you might say the say, do the do, but if you aren't sure, just look around you. Just just take a walk with yourself for the for the rest of this week, and you you it will become clear. But my point mm-hmm. is, we can't understand God's love for us, your Creator's love for you, unless you first love yourself. You cannot Amen. begin to understand that or begin to walk in the power, the anointing of that, and getting up, as you said, Marina, every day. And not saying every day is perfect, but it's like getting up. I had this saying, and it's going to sound so shallow, that when I walk in the room, I'm either Michelle, Malia, or what's the other thing? But I was Michelle Obama. Every room I walk in, I need them to recognize (laughs) Michelle just walked in in the building. Because you know they know her. They know, you know, and they 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 will they will make it will change the room when she walk in because she's the president's wife, and I'm thinking, well, me and the president got the same father. God is my father, same power. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's no better than me. So I I need to walk in that room with that same I don't want to say attitude, but assurance of who I am and whose I am, and it wasn't because. It's not because I I chose to stay where I was. I had to realize I was a hot mess. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to. I have wanted to stay with me. So a hot mess, and and just for us to be able to to say that and to recognize that, and then be able to still turn around and say, hey, to my to to the conscious king, not the perfect king, because I'm not the perfect queen, but I'm 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 striving to be every day. Every so, day, every day. Yes, every day. And I have to. You can't you, you can't stop this. You cannot stop. You cannot take breaks from this transformation thing. You cannot. I love the saying that, that a few weeks ago about um you're you know, going somewhere, what's your destination basic? I don't know exactly how I put that, but when you're going somewhere, you need to and that you don't know how to get there and sometimes I, I 
sometimes I feel like, hey, I don't know how to get there. This is not every day that everything works out perfectly. But when we understand that we are growing and we grow every day, if we continue this, this journey, we grow every day, you're going get, to get, get somewhere. If you're traveling somewhere and you've map-quested and you get lost, you don't go back to where you started from. You don't go back home and start over again. You, you stop mm. and you journey yourself to that destination from where you have the distance you have gone. Because, and what we'll do in life is we get to a hard spot and we just like, okay, whatever, I'm going to go back to what I know. The stuff that's not working, that makes you feel bad, that makes you blurred out on the conscious king no matter what he's doing, if he forgets to take the trash out one morning or if he, you just, you, you go crazy. You miss all the other things. You miss that he might have put his clothes in the ham, dirty clothes ham, hamper this morning. You might have missed that he kissed or said goodbye to your daughter this morning. You may not have seen that. And if you see it, sometimes we still will pick the negative thing. Well, you did that, but I, you know, I remember my son came home one time, and I had, well, I, I came home, I'm sorry, and I asked him to do some things. He was in high school. And, of course, I walked in, and what did I see? The very thing that he not he had not gotten to. And I remember he mm-hmm. said, well, did you see any of the stuff that I did do? <laughs> I mean, so crazy, crazy. And he was right. Did you see anything that I did do? So let's, let's pull some callers in. Um, ready for some callers? Yes, let's pull them in. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to let this conscious king in. <laughs> Hello? We have... Hey, you, <laughs> you would You would be calling in. You're supposed to let us honor you. <laughs> oh, my God. Tim, you're so silly. <laughs> How you doing, this team? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I was just calling. Are you conscious? I yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I'm conscious. I, I was just actually calling to listen, but then the show was just so great. I just wanted to, you know, congratulate y'all and thank you for having such a great show. You're welcome. And, and tell us who you are, and then and I can I can say, you know, even though I have not met Anthony face to face, you guys, I don't I don't take to people too too well and too often to the extent that Anthony and I have connected. It's almost like I've known him all of all of my life. And when I explain, Absolutely. when I tell people about your book, I really do say it's almost as if, I was actually sharing this at Bible study last Wednesday, to where God was dealing with you at such a young age and knew that on the day that you released your book that I was going to need it here in Tennessee and my friend was going to need it in Texas, and I'm sure a whole lot of people that you connected with, but it was so on time, and it reminded me of how we we serve such a big God who can who can start on Anthony at age eight or nine and and start on me I'm thirteen fourteen and he's in a state and city and has don't know I exist and then at that at the opportune time connects us because it's time we he knows where we will be and what we will need at that very minute not just the day that very second. And so that's how powerful it is, and that's why I can walk in that room, because I know I serve a powerful God. I know that I get up every day to please him. And so that's why I can walk in that room and say, Chelsea Michelle just walked in. It's me. You know? That's why. 
I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I said, but you are a conscious king, and it shows through your work, through your words, and I can only imagine what your energy is like when you're out and about touching the lives of people. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I mean, this is an outstanding show. Um, for those who don't know, my name is Anthony Collins. You know, me and Tammy have done several shows together on my network and her network, and I'm just so honored, just like she said, to be basically a part of her family, a part of her life now. And you're right. We we always connect for reasons, and I definitely don't believe this is a season between me and you. I believe this is a long, long-lasting relationship, and I'm just so appreciative of what you brought into my life as well. Right, And I kind right. of lost my voice today. That's why I sound kind of ratty, but I'm okay, though. <laughs> okay, yeah, you do sound a little tired. I was wondering about that, so that's what it is. Okay, uh-uh. okay. Yeah, we voice. got some work to do. I mean, um, Anthony's going to be coming out to, we're going to put on here a women's conference. It's going to be turn off the lights, and there's such Death to that, you if you I can't share all of that right now. I, I'm going to put all the information out there. But Anthony's going to come to Memphis and and be one of our speakers to the women. It's a women's conference, but mm-hmm. we're going to have some male speakers. Um, he's going to do his book signing. So tell them about your book, uh, how to get it, and and the days that you're on as well. And thank you, Conscious King. Thank you. And Marina, anything you want to say? I don't, Marina, do you know Anthony? I don't, but I've heard Anthony on a couple of shows, and I'm, I'm Anthony. You are the type of brother. I don't know you personally, but just feeling your spirit and having listened to you on several of um, Tammy's shows, uh, you are the type of brother that represents this Conscious King movement. So thank you so much for what you do. Thank you for your energy and your spirit, and and God bless you always. Thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Um, quickly, as far as my book, you know, the title of the book is Life is Outstanding. You can reach it at www.anthonydcollins.com forward slash book. It's also on Kindle. It's on Amazon. It's on Barnes and & Nobles. And it's also on authorhouse.com. And just a simple description was that I was just tired. I was frustrated the way my life was. And one of the things mm. that Tammy reminded me of about one of my quotes in my book is that if if this is our life, then we should be able to have more control over our life. It's just mm-hmm. that simple. But we have to be conscious about our choices. We have to realize how important loving ourselves is. You know, just to add to that, a lot of us say love like it's like it's like it's spending money, but that's a real powerful word, and we need to mm-hmm. understand how powerful it is and understand how it affects our life. A question, just quickly that I'll share a quick testimony. I had a conversation with my daughter. You know, she, she just did a couple of things that just wasn't right. I said, do you want to be my daughter? Because that's a conscious choice as well, because you have a responsibility to be, to me, as being my daughter. There's certain mm-hmm. things that you have to do to be my daughter, just like there's certain things I have to do to be my father. So do you want to be my daughter? Do you want to continue to be my daughter? Because you do have a choice. So it's things like that that we have to be aware of and continue to promote and elevate. You know, you can't just stay content wherever you're at. You have to keep elevating your game. When you think about self-reflection, when you think about transformation, when you think about loving yourself, you have to challenge yourself daily. You have to also know the importance of loving and helping others because when you do that, that brings so much more into your life. <clears throat> Quickly, yesterday was a real challenging day. So what I did, I, I helped others. 
any, by any means mm-hmm. necessary. At the end of my day, I get a phone call from a brother. And this is another thing about another conscious king who decided to pay it forward to me. Wants me to come to Atlanta, don't bring any money, just bring my books, and is willing to split everything down the middle with me. I never met this man in person. He just felt my energy and said, brother, we're going to come bring you down here in front of this venue, and we're going to do this and do that and do that. So that's when you know you're living your purpose. That's when you know you're transforming. That's when you know you're elevating. <laughs> you know, Anthony, you mentioned, last, you mentioned about the phrase uh, when you said you were just sick and tired. Um, I, I used that last night and often do about how you said, you know, if this is my life, why don't I have more control over it, the people in it, and so forth? A lot of you out there listening feel the same way, if not every once in a while, probably every day, whether you adhere to it or not. You feel that way. I know I certainly did, so much so till I thought it was normal. And we can Mm -hmm. easily get there. That's why I say with the trash can, start with something small like that. But we we should have more control. If you are if you step into that that this era of transformation and change and self awareness and identifying the love for yourself, pretty soon, pretty soon you will I was sharing with a friend that I, for the longest time, I didn't really know if this thing was working or not. I felt like, you know, you, you're going the, down the hill and you got a big hill to go up. And you go down again and you got another big one. And you get tired. You get weary. You think, well, when am I going to get to the top of the hill where I see at least some flat land with a little bump? I got to keep seeing all these hills. And then one day you, you wake up and you have a day that, kind of goes seamless, not perfect, but you're not scratched. You know, when things happen, you're okay. I got this. And then you have another day and you realize, I'm okay again. And then before long, you had a month like that. Not perfect Mm -hmm. days, but days that you can endure because you know who you are. You know Mm -hmm. that the things don't make you who you are. The outside appearances doesn't make you who you are. You value Mm -hmm. And once you do that, you will be able to select a conscious king, keep a conscious king, and certainly honor and thank a conscious king. You will. You will take value and honor in that. So. Absolutely. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you guys, y'all. Y'all are really, this is a powerful show. Tammy, you're on the road this year. Well, you've been giving out some good energy last year because you kicking off these shows. You're on the road. <laughs> I'm telling you, I see the flat land. I see the hills behind me, see. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> That's a little bump now. Absolutely. Proud of you, sister. Proud of you. I'm proud of you, too. Thank you so much. And thank you for all that you do for us. And thank you again for being a very, very, very conscious king. Thank you. All right. Beautiful. Okay, we have another caller, and we're going to, and just, I don't know if I said this, I'm going to identify the call by providing the area code that you're calling from and the last four digits. You can give your name if you want. If you don't want to, you don't have to, but we're pulling in a, a caller from the I'm on the phone to call. I have to call this number. Okay, you're on air. <laughs> uh, uh, hello? Hello, you're on air with us. Oh, hi, hi Tammy. Hi. This is Angela calling. Hi, Angela. How are you? Welcome. First-time caller. 
Thank you. Well, I was just calling to give a shout out to my cousin King. Okay. Which is Leslie per- Leslie Purnell. All right, all right. You got a conscious king. Now tell us who Leslie is to you. Leslie is my husband. Okay, uh-huh. Leslie is my husband. All right, so we got a conscious king, Leslie, getting a shout-out, and this is our first shout-out, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Anything yeah, all right, thank you. Leslie, Tammy, can uh-huh. I... Um, um, Leslie, for you being the first caller in, the first woman to call in uh-huh. to shout out your king, I would like okay. to send your king a T-shirt. Wow, thank you. So if you'll give Tammy your information when we get off off the air get um, and she can get the information up, I, I'd like to honor your king um, with a T-shirt. Okay, thank you so much. All right, You're and welcome. I'll get that information from you off air, and then I'll give it to Marina, okay? Okay. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Bye-bye. We have another caller. We're going to pull this caller in, again, from 901 area code with the last four digits of 3210. Caller, you're on the air with us. Hi, Tammy. Hey, how are you? Hey, can you hear me? This is Tondra. Hi, Tondra. Yes, and we I can hear you. Fine. And I want to give a shout-out to a conscious king who have raised another conscious king, Joe Davis, who have raised Joe Davis Sr., I mean, Jr., and he's in the Charlotte area. And Beautiful. He, and my father has raised not only his immediate kids, but he's had kids outside of the neighborhood that he raised. And he also is a conscious king to my kid's father. So I want to get a big shout-out to my dad, Joe Davis. And, the, and, and let me just piggyback off of this, because Mr. Davis, you guys, if I wish I could just get him to sit down one night and share his 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 life and who he is, but this is truly a man. I mean, forget about the king, whatever. This is a true leader, a man. And when I say he raised his son, I have never seen a man. He's in the Charlotte area that takes care of his girls like this, like her brother. I mean, I, I'm like, wow, he, he, he does it almost better than, you know, a lot of a lot of the women. And he's all man, nothing. <laughs> I mean, I just want to say that too. But so I just, I know this family, and I, I see Mr. Davis, uh, Tundra's dad, just always, always just thinking. It's like that, that's just who he is. He knows the he is very aware. It's like you were saying, um, Marina, about you wanted to tell the men, do you see what's happening? Do you see what's happening around here? You don't have to before you have time to see what's happening and react. He's there, no matter who you are. He's there telling you, no, no, no. He, if, you, if he thinks that you're going the wrong way or saying something, he's there. He's going to tell you. I mean, just full of old, that old knowledge Probably those men, Marina, that you said kind of stepped in and what you saw. Yeah. And so when you get the chance to see that and then now you look at this world, because that's what I had in my granddad. I mean, my granddaddy, he was he was one of those Mr. Joe Davis. I mean, just mm-hmm. just, just took care of my grandmother, took care of me. Took, he just was a real true man from A to Z, from, from sun up to sundown. So thank you, Tom. And I you, also Tom. want to give a shout out. I also want to give another shout-out to a conscious woman, Tammy, 
I want to thank you for the support that you provide for me and my kids, Amber. Oh, thank wow. you. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. thank you, Sandra. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for calling in. That, that You all don't know what this is doing for me. This is, I don't know, the energy. I think if we could really understand, we could turn this thing around. We're so inundated with the negative. I think about okay. um, Jonathan Farrell's family and what that family must be going through um, knowing that this cop has gotten off. And we can turn this thing around. We just have to understand we have the power. We really do have the power to turn this around. And if we could just really engross ourselves in this energy of acknowledging each other, Tammy, you are phenomenal. What you're doing, what Anthony and what Sandra is saying about you, you are a phenomenal woman with what you're doing. And if we could just really put this energy out into the universe and acknowledge each other with the positivity and, and, and love that we're creating on this show tonight. This is what can permeate the universe. This is what can win. Love can win if we really concentrate on that energy and make it a part of our daily lives. This could really change the tide. Right, and you know what the, the beauty, and I, I, I thank all of, you, all of you for your kind words. I really do. But the beauty in what I do now and, and, and what I see, I'm going to tell you guys, it would not have happened had I not just been sick and tired, as Anthony said earlier, if I had just not been like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm sick and tired of this. You guys, I, and I'm going to be so transparent, for those of you who know me and maybe have watched some other things that my son and I did a documentary, and, and my tiredness went on for so long, and very few people, very few people, even if, if they were able to, if they saw it, they didn't say anything. And I think the reason is because people were doing the same thing. And we were all just playing this, we're all right, gang. You're all right, I'm all right, you're okay, you're okay. I see the same, whatever. Nobody, you know, nobody really reached out to say, you know, I see behind that smile. I, I see the silent tears. I see the silent cries. Nobody really, really did that. But I remember um, Brandon was first grade, I believe. First grade? I may have that wrong. Brandon's listening, and I don't think he minds me telling this again. But and this is I just wanted you to know how long I, it went on, how long this turmoil, how long I played this hamster thing. Um, Brandon was first grade, and I was so just sick of life. I was just so sick of everybody, everything. I was sick. And I was like, if this is what life is, you know what? I'm sick of this. I don't even want this anymore. And my plan was that day to take my life. My son had no idea of that. And he's one of my conscious kings. God really blessed me with this young man. And I went into my bedroom. We were home alone. And I didn't say a word to him, and he didn't say a word to me. And I recognized and realized that this little hand had put a little whatever, a little note under the door, folded nicely. And I got up and went over, and I got the He never said a word. He never knocked anything. I unfolded the paper, and it said, Mom, I love you. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all that it said. And now when I look back, I had Brandon at the age of 21, but I knew people were saying she's just another young, black, single, pregnant girl. 
But God said different, that this young man is going to have to save her life because I ain't going to be enough on this day. Ain't nothing, I, ain't no, nothing or nobody else could have saved my life that day. I don't even think God could have put a note. If I'd have been home by myself and saw that note, that note wouldn't have been a thing to me. And I say mm-hmm. that to say that God can take your mess, and if you get on the side where you get up those hills, if you allow God to renew your mind and if allow your life to change and realize who you are, whose you are, and why you are that, the, the love for God, the love that your creator, I'll say that, has for you, when you realize that, you understand that, whatever you think was a mess up back in the day, God will make it perfect. And I can't explain this any better than saying this. You, you, you take a prostitute off the street. If she turns her life and truly surrenders to God, he will make that her ministry. And you will see her spotless. So nothing you've done, nothing you've done will matter on the other side of this transformation, renewal of the mind, and loving yourself. Nothing, nothing. And I'm not here today because my life has been perfect, because I've been perfect. It was because I was probably just where a lot of you are now today, sick and tired, sick and tired, sick and tired, sick and tired. Um, I had I was negative about men, negative about women, negative about life, negative about job, negative everything. But a lot of people, again, they didn't know that. They didn't see that because we put on a good show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So don't don't die. Don't be dead living. I mean, you got breath. A lot of us are, and that's what this show is about, dying to live. you got to die in order to live. Let that stuff go. Bury some stuff. Do whatever you have to do. But don't live this life dead because that is hell. I've told some people lately, I mean, if i got to have hell here or there, I mean, what's the use? What's the use? <laughs> Don't go through hell here and then go go to hell. I mean, I feel like I can have heaven here and heaven there. Um, so thank whoop, you all. Verse. Sandra, whoop. thank you so much, and thank you for for just allowing me to be a mentor to your daughter because, you know, that says a lot as well. And, and Tondra is the student, you guys. She's, she's the mama that I was telling you telling you guys about, holding it down back in nursing school. And uh, actually her daughter, uh, last month, her daughter and I did a radio show here called Radio on Radio Memphis, and her daughter, the, the, um, the radio show host, asked who, who inspired her, and she said, my mom, because of all the things that she does and the time that she makes for us, and she's going back to school even now. So she's everything. She's going here. I, I, mean, I don't know how she does it. So I know we're not honoring moms tonight, but we, I can, since you honored her conscious queen, then I can give it right back to you. I'm going to pass that torch right back to you because, you know, conscious queens, we hold it down. We do what we have to do. doesn't mean we don't need or want a conscious king. Lord have mercy. Hear that prayer. We do, but we do what we have to do. So, thank you, Tundra. Thank you, thank Tundra. You. Hi. Okay, let me check the chat line here. I'm going to turn it back over to you, Marina. I want to make sure. I'm going to let you go, Marina, and then I'm going to check the chat line. But I'm still here, okay? So just okay. go to the next level if you want. So tell people how to. I don't think we did that. Remind them of the site, the shirt, and all that. 
Yes. Well, the one thing, I, I, another thing I want to say about the shirt is the shirt has a, a dual purpose. It's actually to support our men and to be a, 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 a lighthouse, as I say, for brothers to recognize one another. I have several of my friends in, in the Charlotte area that are, that have, are wearing the shir- shirt and have supported the cause. And I remember when one of the brothers first put the shirt on to watch his posture, to watch how he stood up taller, and to watch how it made him feel to to receive this message of being a conscious king. I could I, I just saw it in his whole persona. And from watching him, I watched the other brothers wear the shirt, and I watched how they carried themselves and the comments that they made, and I thought, my God, what a movement this could be. How powerful could this be? But the other part of that is the proceeds from these shirts, and I really hope people support this movement for what it means and also support purchasing the shirt because we have a creative arts center here in Charlotte called the Nzinga Creative Arts Center that part of the proceeds for this shirt helps support. And we're working with teens between the age of 13 and 18 years of age and we work with them every Saturday. We don't get paid. We have them for four hours, and we teach them money management. We teach them black history. We teach them how to read a newspaper in the stock market. We teach them, oh, my God, I'm sure Chastity is probably listening and thinking of all the things that I'm forgetting. But we use part of the proceeds from the T-shirts to help support the Nazinga Creative Arts Center. These teams are getting ready to run a business. They're going to write a business plan and they're going to actually put together a concept that they've created, and I can't speak much about it because they're still in the in the um, infancy stage. But we're going to help them to start their own business. So I'm really asking the listeners to support this initiative on both fronts, number one, for what it represents for our black men, but secondly, what the proceeds from this shirt will help us do for these teams that we're working with in Charlotte. Awesome, awesome. And we do have a comment from the chat room. Um, Let me get back there. Basically saying, I can see an unconscious black man seeing this shirt and it planting a seed in his his mind as he passes the brother who is wearing this shirt. He may even stop and ask what it means. That is what I call a beautiful movement. And that's from Chastity um, out of the chat room. So thank you for that. And so so right. And that's how we that's how we start. Just start. If we would just start. It's like you said, Marina, we 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 focus so much on negative things and we we just allow this world to dictate our day, our lives. We don't understand what pulling together and making an an effort to change. I ran across one of our guys here is actually running for mayor, going to be running for mayor, and he spoke at a youth event that we had last year. And he said that when I'm out and guys want to hang with me and I've not seen them with their kids or their, I know they have sons, I have sons, and they want to go play ball or something, he says, I said, I tell you what, when I go home and grab my son, you go home and grab your son, and we both, we all go play ball. We all go eat or something like that. That's powerful. And that's what we need to start doing. Just people really, they do what, they do what's popular. So let's make the things that bring value to our lives popular. Let's make being a great wife popular. Uh, a, mm-hmm. a, a, just being a woman of our word popular. 
being modest, practicing modesty. How can we say anything about the young girls when the women look just like them, dress just mm-hmm. like Sometimes their mama even dressed just like them. So nothing's wrong with this. So, Marina, anything? Yes, yes, I, I definitely. Um, that's. I'm so glad you said that, um, Tammy, because working with the young girls, that's one. We 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 are working on building their self worth. The the things that they when they talk about the the young boys, their standards are. So low, and we work with them on raising those standards. It's it's okay to want a well. No, it's not really okay. I'm not going to even say it's okay. But if you want a bad boy, like Nas says, make sure he's intelligent too. You don't just want a bad boy just for the sake of saying you want a bad boy. You want to make sure he knows how to count money. You want to make sure he has some goals and some aspirations for himself. You want to make sure he respects you. You don't just want a bad boy just because you think that's cute and that's something that is popular. You want somebody that's going to be able to take care of you in the long run. So we we work hard on raising these young girls' standards for themselves first and then what what they want in in a mate when it's time. But you're 13, 14 years old. That's not something we should even be talking about. We shouldn't even be having that conversation, number one. But since we are, let's talk about what you should be looking for in a mate. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think it's just the idea of emulating that, number one, and then secondly, impressing upon them that you can have higher standards. Instead of wanting to maybe just do nails, how about let's have your own nail shop? How about let's have your own business? What else that you like to do? What is it? What are there other aspirations that you might have that you didn't even think were possible? But now that you your eyes are open to different things, you might want to pursue something else. So right. I think it's just important that we raise the standards for our young people. Exactly. But you know, as I mentioned earlier, talking about how our our conscious queens, um, anytime there's anything to do with the with anything about a relationship, that's where they flock. So I say this to say our young girls see us. They see us making having a man our life, any kind of man, whatever. We settle for, you know, our our soulmate could be at the next exit. But if we see, and we can know it, but we could see uh, a, a rough rider on this exit, we're going to take our chance there. Because we are somehow we we are attracted, we got to learn to train train our mind, like you said, set the standards. But they also see us making those picking those making those guys popular. Those guys think, yeah. well, let's you know, let's switch the switch switch the flip here, flip the switch. I'm sorry, here and make just the opposite popular. Because they're not thinking about the future. They're not going. They're not thinking about hey. When this person becomes my child's father, what's going to happen? When when I that lemon, when they get through the chocolate that we talked about earlier, when they get through all the little chocolate stuff, the first few little wonderful dates and wonderful months, then you get down to that lemon. Then then what? By then you probably already got a baby or two, maybe a marriage, whatever. Your emotions are flying, all of that. So I think a lot of the reason we don't honor conscious kings because we we're so angry at ourselves about our own life and decisions, and that's just somebody else to blame. 
Ooh, get off my toes, girl. <laughs> I can so, so relate to that. And if you'll allow me to speak to the brothers that are listening, I oh, just yeah. want to say to them that, um, and I'm going to speak as Marina. I'm, I'm very, very, very careful about making sure that I speak for me. I, I want to say to them, in the past, I've been rough on you. I have had expectations of you that I probably weren't upholding for myself. You know, I have, um, I've been in that, in that audience of men are dogs and men are this and, and this and that, and I, I played a part in that. But I really want to send the message and say to you that this was poured upon my spirit in terms of this concept, this T-shirt and the book that I've written, but for the most part, I see you for who you are, and I want you to rise to that. And, and however I can help you get there, I want to be that shoulder that you can cry on. I want to be that person that lifts you up, that honors you, that affirms you, because I see you for who you are. And if you can't see yourself quite there yet, just know that I'm holding that image for you, that I'm believing mm-hmm. in you, I'm trusting in you, and I'm knowing that if you put God first, if you put God first and go to him and ask him, how, help me, help me now, as Yonla says, and then thank him, just ask for some guidance and direction. I believe in you. I'm saying that to my brothers. I believed in you, and I know you can rise to who God has created you to be. Mm. You know, Marina, I think about that. We have a... Um Okay, we have a, a comment here in the chat room. I just wanted to make sure I, I, I understood exactly what she was saying. And, and this is uh, from Divine Air 7, and she said, no one wants a boring life, and that can cloud future thinking. And I think this was in reference to our young ladies and, and changing their standards, you know, letting them set it, getting them to set higher standards. And so I asked what did she mean about the boring life, and she says, those and bad boys encompass excitement, and drama, um, not safe, safe, usually boring. I'm a he. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm glad I asked what did you mean by that because I want to say that again just to make sure you guys understood what I was saying there because that is powerful. I wanted to know what did he mean by boring. He said not, uh, no one wants a boring life, and that can cloud future thinking. And so my question was, you know, please explain what you mean about the boring life. And he says, thugs and bad boys encompass excitement and drama, not safe, safe, usually boring. So interesting, interesting. It's almost like we are attracted. I think we said that about being attracted to negative, negativity, drama, all of that stuff. But, but it seems like that's what even older women and men, it seems like that's what the world is about. So anything on that, Marina? Well, I think, you know, that, that there's this collective consciousness uh, from my perception. I look at Facebook sometimes and I'm, I just, I'm, I'm disgusted. I have, to, I have to pull away because there's this collective consciousness. We post these pictures of these young babies twerking and we post these, these pictures of, 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 of things that just boggle and the fights, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, what, 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 is, what is happening to us? Do we... Are we are we even awake, or do we just kind of zombiotically walk through life, not even aware of? And these are people that I know that are 
conscious people. I mean, they, they're not pe- they're people that are trying to live their lives in the best way that they can, but yet we somehow get caught up in the things that are happening in the world. And so my idea is I was talking to my daughter today, my, my 13-year-old daughter, and, and she's into this concept of a, of a bad boy. And I said, well, what is a bad boy at 13? Number one, he's living with his parents. He's not buying anything that's his own. I mean, he, he's going to school, so he's not a thug. He's, he's in, so what is your concept of a bad boy? And she couldn't tell me. But it's, it's this persona that has been created that there's a bad boy out there that you have these 13- and 14-year-old girls thinking that they want something that they don't even know what it means. And so I think we're just kind of unconsciously going through life and we're not pulling ourselves out of this matrix and asking ourselves, well, what do I really want my life to be? Who do I want to represent? What do I want to represent? Do I want to be a part of all this foolishness out here? Or do I really want to stand for something that, that amounts to something that could and that could make a change? Right. Right. Powerful. Okay, people, the lines are still open. Um, and Divine Air 7 is saying, hi, Marina. So I think you may know who that is. And hi, Chastity. So I think Chastity is in on the chat line with us. So Divine Air 7 says hi. Hello back. <laughs> um, can I say one other thing? Um, I, I think the other piece of it that I'd, I'd like to um, invite the conscious women and the sisters, you know, Chastity and I, we talk about this idea of conscious, and I think I mentioned this, sometimes I don't even like using that word because it's become so cliche. But at the same time, I think there are those of us that are are doing exactly what you were talking about yesterday. We're going inside and asking ourselves the tough questions, and we may not always like the answers that come up, but we're we're at least willing to look inside of ourselves and see what's going on. And so I think the other piece of it that I'd like to challenge the women especially is for us to to really examine how we feel about black men, where those thoughts come from, and really looking at how we might be able to change some of the negative thoughts about our men, not so much for them but for ourselves, maybe focusing on like like Mr. Davis, like Mr. Joe Davis, focusing on those men in the community that are doing some powerful things and stop focusing on what is not happening. Now, I'm not saying there might not be some men that are not taking care of their children, that are not doing what they're supposed to do, but maybe if we put more energy into the men that are doing what they they need to be doing or, or at least making the initiative, I think we can change some of this um, energy around. You know, and, and I agree, and I just, as you were talking, I just thought about this. I wonder, and I'm going to put this out there. I just asked my son, but maybe if there's someone else listening, I know that um, our divine in the chat line is 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 a male, what what do you think, and Marina, I'm just going to throw this out there, what can we do? Because there are a lot of conscious queens holding it down by themselves. And we, as women, of course, we just, most of us, we just we just take it upon ourselves and we do what we have to do. However, what do you think, what can we say to women who are holding it down, raising young boys 
um, alone because that's 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 difficult to find that balance. Um, I know, Marina, you were on when I shared the story about the young guy, the 14-year-old, who said, you know, I'm 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 good everywhere else, but when I get home, I'm disrespectful to my mom because I wish I could help her. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just don't know what to do. Um, I know for me, I had to learn to reach out to other people, to men, and say, listen, you know, can you do this? Can you do this? Um, because there's some things just as women we just need to grow up and realize that we can't give, we we can't do for our young men. We can't give them some things. So I'm, I'm asking, I know my son's listening, and if you want to share of what even maybe some of the things that I could have did differently or you wished I had did differently or you think would have made a difference, in your life, and, and, you know, if there are some things or, that you think will help others or any male that's listening, um, call in and, and, and tell us because, again, we want to get this right, and I'm, my, so my son's light lit, light up. So, Brandon, I'm bringing you on. Tell us what we can do. What could I have, what could I have did better? Hey, Mom, great show so far. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I think you did a great job, so I first want to, start by, you know, saying thank you because uh, on, on the way to where, to being the person that I am today, uh, a lot of the people that were my peers and some of the ones that I hung out with uh, and, um, and, le- and and other places of which not many of us want to be, like jail or uh, in a coffin, um, but some made it out, but it seems to be far fewer than... Um, my white friends and my Jewish friends, far, far, far more of them have have succeeded, and and um, that's now now that I've come back to Memphis and gotten to reconnect with a lot of my friends, I'm I'm seeing that disparity. Um, but if I could say one thing that would help uh, young mothers who are single raising a, a, a or want to, who want to raise a conscious king, I would say surround him with conscious kings. Because it's one thing to say, hey, you should grow up to be like Martin Luther King, and then they go to school and they they sell the dream, but they don't actually know exactly what Martin Luther King did. So they didn't get to see, like you said, Mom, you'd much rather see a sermon than hear one any day. Right. And I think likewise, children are so impressionable. Uh, if you notice, I mean, even there is a viral video that uh, was released uh, here recently and within the last two weeks of a young African-American toddler cursing and, uh, you know, screaming profanities and, and being very lewd and vulgar, and the parents are just videotaping with their phones, egging the child on. Uh, and the only reason that this child, the child doesn't have, is, is not conscious of what he's saying. He's not conscious of um, the negativity that he's putting out. All he's doing is imitating what he's seen done around him. So I imagine what would have happened to this child if he had, if growing up he had heard words that, um, that words of eloquence or words that he could express himself uh, better with and, and that would actually get him somewhere in life. I think it all goes down to what sermons your child sees. So I would say protect their eyes, um, but don't shelter them. You know, at that same time, sometimes I think, especially African-American mothers, they feel, oh, I have to be the man and the woman now. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. Let your son see what a woman is in her essence. 
uh, search yourself for a conscious king who who is willing to to take on the responsibility of being a, a, a role model for that child, whether it be in the form of your husband or it be in the form of um, some kind of community leader or it could be your pastor, it could be the next-door neighbor. But surround that child, that young man, with the people that that have uh, qualities that you admire and that you think would be beneficial to him in, in getting older. So that, that's what I would say. Wow. That's beautiful. Brandon, Tammy, may I ask, Brandon, would you, okay. if you were to speak to those men, I, I think that's, that's one of the challenges that we have is ha- getting men to step to the plate. And so if you were to speak to those, those, those conscious kings that are listening, what would you say to them about the importance of them um, kind of standing in the gap? Standing in the gap as far as becoming conscious kings, or oh, in terms of the community assisting, like 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 what you just said, if there's a single mom that has a son, mm-hmm. and what would you say to those men about the importance of of not so much if she's if she's not going out into the community about them stepping to the plate and taking the initiative? I would say these are the. It, your your lack of being a uh, role model for these young men will be your headache when you have a daughter. Mm. And this, that alone gives them enough fear that starts to change, the, you know, their heart and soften in their heart to where they will want to be as compassionate as to go and visit the, the kid next door or to wait, you know, wait a little while before you, you come in after work and you see a young man uh, riding by on his bicycle, he's always alone. Or, or recently what just happened with the police officer, um, there was another video that went, went viral, the police officer that saw a kid throwing a, a football uh, straight up in the air because he had no one to play catch with. And the police officer pulled over and, uh, and threw the ball with the young man, took time out of his day, and it got caught on his uh, patrol cam. But just little, little things like that make a world of difference. Um, and it doesn't take much. It's not like you have to clock in and clock out, and nor should it feel that way. It shouldn't feel like work. It should feel like um, giving back to the community that produced you. And so many times we, you know, we fly away and um, and, and feel as though, you know, oh, they're, just, they're crabs in the bucket. They're just going to pull me down. It's like, no, you, you, you can control and you have discernment as a man. That's something that you gain with maturity to discern who's there and who's, who's leeching off you and who's not. So realize where you can be of some kind of aid, some kind of help, and re- realize that that's your responsibility. You know, there's some things like breathing that we do involuntarily, but it's the responsibility of whatever part of our brain to do that. Now imagine if that one part of the brain just said, oh, I'm not going to do it. Now we die. The entire being dies. And there's one thing about uh, a man or a human being in general, and, and if and if this this one part of their body is diseased, then the entire body is diseased, um, and that thing is the heart. So realize what things that you might have seen as a young man that might have hardened your heart to the point to where you don't feel like that's your responsibility. You got this chip on your shoulder as if the world is against me because growing up as a black man and seeing. Uh, like I said, the, the disparity amongst various communities, you realize that this world doesn't love you. It looks down upon you. The black man is is um, 
is is put down and looked down upon pretty much at every corner of the earth. So you you feel this just through how status quo is is maintained throughout your society, but realize that that's not that's not your identity. You don't have to buy into that identity, and you don't have to walk around with that chip on your shoulder. Better better what you could do is instead of focusing on the negative, realize that negative and learn from it. But but start focusing your energy, your words, your speech, even your sight, and the things that you that you read and in the music that you hear, focus that energy on things that are positive and uplifting to you. And you will have no choice. You will have no, um, no other natural, uh, natural example to do than to, uh, exemplify that. So, and, and, and it takes that you can't, you can't be, uh, surrounding yourself with unconscious people and expect to always be conscious pretty soon after you don't have anyone to connect with, you will become dormant as well. So to those men, I would say step up to the plate because it's your responsibility. And if you plan your bloodline to not end, then you will be the mentor to the selector that she has for choosing a husband. So fear that if you fear nothing else. Wow. <laughs> wow, Brandon, that was that was powerful. That was powerful. Thank you so, so much. Wow, Tammy, wow. That was powerful. Thank you, Brandon. I know you don't want to hear this because you're the big 25, but Mommy loves you so much. Goodbye. Thank you, Mommy. All right, thank you all. And nice to meet you, Marina. Nice to meet you as well, Brandon. Thank you. What do you say after that, Tammy? I mean, that's what... I'm going to turn it over to you. Let me wipe my tears. Can you take over? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's... what it's all about. I mean, to hear this young man speak so authentically and passionately, that's what we can't do as women. That's the conversation Mm. happens between men that we as women are not privy to. We can't say those types of words. We can't say that what he... how do we say that to a man? And if we do say it, where does it go in his spirit that it connects to him man to man? We can't do that. Oh, wow. And that's why it's so important for these brothers that are conscious, it's so important for them to step to the plate because they have the ability and the power to do things that we as women can't do. And if you don't want to see another Trayvon Martin, if you don't want to see another Yusef Hawkins, if you don't want to see all these brothers that we're losing day by day by day, if we if we're tired of this happening, then brothers, please let's 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 go, let's change this. We can do it. Right, and you know when we become accustomed, and we have when we become a look at Trayvon. I'm glad you brought that up. Look how we. Jumped on the bandwagon. How how often do you hear about Trayvon now? I look at this show tonight. Had had this show alone been call and tell us about your deadbeat, we have more women, just because, more men, just because I know most of the numbers now, but we have more men tuned in right now than we do women. But ha- and think about this. Tell tell go back and tell your sister, your mom, your friend, girl, whatever, because I, I, I kid you not, I would bet my life on this. If this show would have been titled 
call in to tell us who the Debbie is. Show would have been full of women. And that I have a problem with. I have a problem with that because you chose the man. You chose the lemon. The same reason I put a lot of emphasis on what that young man said to me at the Gandhi King conference about I'm angry because I want to help my mom, but there's no doubt in my mind that he looks at her and say, how did you pick this man? How did you do this twice? Because there's mm-hmm. me and my sister. How did you do this twice? How did you miss this, but you're telling me I should make good decisions and, and pick my company wisely, and you pick this man who left us? He may not say that. He Even what he said allows us to see that he really didn't understand because what he's saying is, I'm angry, angry because I wish I could help her. I disrespect her because I wish I could help her. Such confusion in that. So not only does he wish he could help her, I guarantee you he's like, how dare you tell me to keep good company or make good decisions? You pick this man? So it goes back, Marie, we have to start looking at ourselves, the choices that we make, because our kids are. They are looking. I want Before we get off the air, I want to read that, that I don't know if you've heard it before, but the, the, the sermon I see or sermons we see, I want to read that poem before we get off. But I love what you said about we can't say what Brandon just said. We, we, we really can't say that to a man and it's received, probably how it will be received from another man. No, we can't. And we shouldn't have to. We should. I, I love the conversation that you and I, I, I want to be the safe place to, for, for, for my husband or my man to fall when he comes home. I want this to be the place that the world, he can, he can let the world be outside. And, and when he comes home, I want to be there for him. I want to listen. I want to fix his plate. I want to put his do-rag on. I want to brush his hair. I want to make sure that I'm everything because if he's providing for me, if he's out there doing what he needs to do to provide for me, then I want to, get, I want to reciprocate that, even if I am working. And I hear a lot of women say, well, I'm working, I'm doing well, I, yes, even if I am working, even if I am taking care of the children, because, see, I understand I'm a woman, and I oh, know what my power is. Dude, I know right. who and I that, am. That is powerful, Marita. That is powerful. Because you know what? My my dad told me once when he was here for my son's graduation, he said, you are just like mama, my, well, his mom. He said, you never stop. You never sit down. And I, and I really did see my grandmother work and honor my grandfather but what did I see in return? That he did the same for her. My grandmother didn't lift anything heavy. She didn't even have to drive. He he would pick her up, did the same for me. I saw that. So it brings me joy to cook. It brings me joy to fix plates. It brings me joy, if you want more, for me to sit my plate down and go get yours because it brings mm-hmm. me joy. When you come here, I don't. I want you to say, oh, no, you won't have anything else to prove here in this house. Whatever you got, you might have to prove outside the world, you have did it here. You have nothing to prove in this house. You are free in this house. You are, you are it. I want to hear the garage door go up. I want to know it's 4 o'clock and you're getting ready to come home. I want to know when you walk through the door that you might need five minutes today where yesterday you might have needed 30 because I could see that you went through a lot more today than you did yesterday. And you don't even have to say a word. 
So that's why I asked earlier, you're looking for Boaz, but are you a Ruth? Who are you? Do you guys going to send you Boaz? Really? Because you might turn Boaz into This is really, I thought I was coming to give and I'm receiving so much. I tell you, this this is really to hear your son and to, to hear Sandra and the other sister that called in earlier, just to, to, and, and Anthony. I mean, this is encouraging for me because, you know, when you're trying to put something out contrary to what is the status quo, Sometimes it can be it can be tough. It can be disheartening. And you you're talking about honoring black men and calling them conscious kings, and people are looking at you sideways. Like, uh, um, do you see what's happening with black men? Do you see that black men are in jail and black men are not? Do you? And you're you're talking about honoring conscious. No, I don't think that's. And it gets sometimes it can get daunting. But when I have moments like this, it is it's so encouraging to my spirit because it lets me know that it's not in vain. Whatever God is intended for this message is not in vain. And it's, it's, it's exciting to me to encourage me to want to get out there and push it even harder. So your goal is to, to start this movement and to, I, we didn't talk about the two million, um, the, the hope for two million men, for the Million Man March, for, for two million men. And I'm, I wasn't sure if you're saying two million that, have on those Conscious King shirts now because I think that's that's doable. <laughs> so, hey, I mean, I don't know what you were me- meaning by the $2 million, but explain to our listeners uh, the goal for 2016, I think we said, right? 16 for well, the it's 2 million. You were right. It's 15 because it was, it was 1995. So thank you for correcting that on the website. Thank you for that. Good eye. Okay. But I, I don't know how many of your listeners, and Tammy, if you were at the Million Man March in 1995 in Washington, but there was an energy that permeated Washington, D.C. You could feel it before you even entered the city. It was just such an energy with these million, this million brothers um, at, at, at Washington. And so my, my idea was imagine if at least two million brothers represented this conscious concept, not so much just wearing a T-shirt. And, yes, I would love to see two million brothers wearing a T-shirt. But imagine if we could start now in 2014 building this movement to where two million men are taking care of the community, taking care of their children, taking care of the women, taking care of the elders, if we could start that momentum now with this T-shirt, with this concept, if we could start it now and then move that towards 20, 2015, imagine what the Million Man March reunion would be like then. It wouldn't just be us coming to a movement trying to figure out what we're going to do, but we'll already be there with the consciousness, with already moving in our communities, already with a plan in motion, and then sending that out to the other people that are there. Mm. And so my my vision is to even dream so big to see two million men with that consciousness already at the march, already there with the idea of what we can do to move forward instead of going and then not having a plan for when we come home, what are we going to do. 
because I think that was the shortfall of the Million Man March. Although it was a wonderful idea and a wonderful concept, I don't think we thought that it would be as powerful as it was. And so when those brothers arrived, we had no plan for them when they went back home, and so the momentum died. Well, what if we could move towards that momentum now? I like that. What can, what can we do city to city? Because I know I would like to contribute in any way that I can, and I don't know if this is the first. Is this the first show that you did about this movement, the radio show? It, it, it is, Tammy, yes, and how appropriate. And I, know, yes, I, know, I know Anthony would, would love to, uh, he had to click out, but, but, I mean, I know that he would love to, uh, have you on and 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 we can just kind of join in together but i'd like for you to maybe let's let's do a round two of how we can help what can we do city to city i'm in memphis i'm in cordova but which is really memphis we need it here i'm going to tell you we needed it like whenever the first year for the media man march we needed it that year and now Mm -hmm. it's time 10 so i mean it's needed everywhere. I remember going back to my hometown, Valdosta, Georgia, which is a very small town, and I remember yes. being so, oh, Lord, I can't even explain, so out of my body, having an out-of-body experience. And my son told me I, I had a bad accident that night because I saw so much dysfunction and poverty, so much so I was sitting there like, Lord, this cannot be. Am am I here? It is 2008. Does this still happen? What is going on? And I left my grandmother's house, and all I remembered was turning down this one street. From there, I remembered nothing. And the person that I hit ran into, he said, it was as if you didn't, See me, you didn't see. It was like your car, you was just driving as if you had everything in front of you the right of way. But that's what that did for me. So when I say if a small city town, it's not even a city, a small town like that is experiencing the same thing as Memphis or Chicago, and that's where Anthony is, I know Anthony would, would be more than willing. But maybe we should come back and say, okay, how do we help? If nothing else, but get the T-shirts. I'll be willing to go sit up at a flea market and sell the T-shirts for you, send you the money, and spread the news about the concept. I could get a group of women to go do that here. So you love that. ways how we can help you start now because if we can see 2 million men with it on, Anthony's book, Life is Outstanding, if that energy, if we can – Visualize that, and we, and again, if I can walk in the room and say, "Y'all, Michelle is here," then I, we can walk this world and say, "We gonna have two million men in this shirt." If we stretch for two million and get one million, hey, cool. But if we say we just only want a hundred, guess what? We're probably gonna get that hundred or the fifty because that's the work we're gonna do to get that. Let's set the goals high and start this movement. And I think with what with being on your show and, 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 and especially listening to Brandon, I think it's we're at we're we're at a ripe time. I think this is the time to, to capitalize on. We have to use this time because the energy the, the, the energy seems to be ripe for us to change this concept about our black men and to more importantly to get them to buy into and to realize and to understand who and who they are, as you said earlier. So I'm asking everybody that's listening 
we need to get these T-shirts out. Um, definitely, what, if you have any ideas about helping us get the T-shirts out, please let me know. I'm willing and open. But here's the thing. I want this to be, um, I want this to be something where the men take over. I would love to see a chapter of Conscious Kings in every city where there's a brother that takes over in Atlanta, in Tennessee, in New York, where there's a, there's a movement where they're meeting their ideas about how this concept can grow. I would love to see this be something that the men take over. Mm, well, I have a, nom- a nomination. I want to nominate Brandon Gator uh, to kind of help start that here. Beautiful. I would love to have him. I would, I would be honored. Okay. And I, I, I just thank you for being so, um, because that's it. When, I remember the first time you, you told me that when I connected with you about doing the show about this, and you said, Tammy, I would like to pass this along along to a man to take this over. That speaks volumes for you, your character, your mission, your who you are, a woman. That speaks volumes. You just, I, I, words cannot express because that shows that you 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 understand you understand much more than the average woman who has been there even who has been there done that and and is conscious so that speaks volumes for you in this mission that in this movement purpose of it so for everybody listening please i mean we've spent almost 2 hours you guys talking about this topic that speaks volumes, and you all are out there still listening. So that speaks volumes. I will speak with Anthony, um, and for you listeners, anybody, the site, you did give out the, the website, right? I know I put it on the description, but you gave it out again as I was checking the chat line, right? No, I haven't yet. I, I'll, I'd love to do that. Um, it is www.consciousbrothers.com and sisters.com very simple www.consciousbrothersandsisters.com and I also have a website um, that has my book on it my book of poetry that's another avenue that I'm using I have a CD and a book of poetry like I mentioned earlier and people can go to www.marinathepoet.com if you'd like to support that initiative, too, because everything that I do with my books, my CDs, this T-shirt, all goes back into um, us coming up with some type of plan, some type of movement where we can come together as a community. We, Like I said, everything that we're doing here in Charlotte, we're not, this is not um, something that we're trying to use a nonprofit to, to line our pockets. Lord have mercy, I can tell you the hours and the, the amount of time that my partner, Chastity Johnson, who is like a godsend to me, a young woman that came to me and said, Marina, what can I do to help you? And she's been with me for the last four years building this concept and this movement. So we're just trying to raise the funds to, to have a, a creative arts center here in Charlotte to be able to fund this idea for black men to go out in the community and help our young black boys. This is all selfless work that we're doing for the bigger picture. And so I really would love any and all support ideas that anybody has that's going to help move it forward in a positive light. I'm all open for it. I agree. You know, Marie, you bring up a good point because people think, you know, I I see the, the eyes and the faces of people when they hear 
that, you know, I do a radio show, and instantly I think they think, oh, dollars or money or you're some type of famous But if they only knew, I mean, I I pay out to do this. I've been paying from day one a monthly, receive nothing from this. It is all heart, all passion, all purpose, and it's 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 good for people to know that because when you when you God will make room for your purpose, your passion, your gift when you get out and do something. I'm blessed in so many other ways. I'm I'm truly blessed, and so understand that, and that's what you all hear from from Marina when she talks about. You know, buying the shirt, so often we get caught up in, if I buy this shirt, but you'll go buy a shirt from Walmart. You'll go buy a mm-hmm. shirt from Target. This is a movement. We need this. So if you can support, if you're someone that deserves this shirt, will wear this shirt, please do. Please support this because our young, if, if not for anything else, our young boys and girls need this movement. Forget about you, your age, who you've seen, what you've done, who you've been with. Forget about all that. But do this for our young people. Do this for them. So anything else, Marina? I want to um, read this this poem. Brandon had mentioned about the sermon. Have you heard that poem by Edgar Guest, I'd Rather See a Sermon? I have not. I want to share that we have just a little bit. It's 9.53. I cannot believe we did almost two hours. And then I got a message as well in the chat line, and I got a message on the phone as well. So let me read that first. Um, Divine Air 7 is saying, as I was speaking to Chastity earlier, environment and media influence our people. We could do a show on that. I mean, we could do another show on that. So true. (laughs) Environment and media influences our people. Um, and then let me do this first, get this message out. Um, uh, okay, this this is Tondra. She said she asked um, her son the question that was asked to Brandon, and he told her that she's doing, she's doing it when she chews men like Mr. Joe, um, like Mr. Joe and men like Big Daddy to be there for them, for him, when he isn't even in the gym, barbershop, etc. Mothers should speak up to men that are around their sons and girls and let them know what you expect for your kids. So um, just wanted to say that. And, and that's so true because I, I think we were having a conversation early in the week about how we take our kids to the barbershop and the language and the conversation that goes on by these men in front of these young boys. You know, speak up, speak out, and say, hey, listen, if I'm going to bring my child here, I don't want my child exposed to that type of of uh, conversation or language. So her son is basically telling her that she's doing fine when she, when she puts him around well, conscious kings, basically. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful. So this is, I'd rather see a sermon, and it goes, I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. I'd rather one should walk with me than merely tell the way. The eyes a better pupil and more willing than the ear. Fine counsel is confusing, but examples always clear. And the best of all preachers are the men who live their creeds, 
for to see good put in action is what everybody needs. I soon can learn to do it if you'll let me see it done. I can watch your hands in action, but your tongue too fast may run. And the lecture you deliver be very wise and true, but I'd rather get my lessons by observing what you do. For I might misunderstand you and the high advice you give, but there's no misunderstanding how you act and how you live. Woo! Mercy. Oh, my gosh. I need a copy of that. I will send you one. Powerful. Wow. That says, that sums it up. What a great way to end. That sums it up. <laughs> wow. That makes me check myself. I mean, that makes me look in the mirror. That's for, for that's all perfect of us. Chance. All of us. So, well, that being said, um, again, Marina, we have did a two show. You have brought me back into this arena. I've been trying to cut my shows. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I wouldn't have picked, I mean, a better show. So this was, was great. Thank you for everybody that's listening. Support. Order the shirt, even if you wear it yourself, or just put it up in the drawer because you will come across a conscious king. Start thinking that. Buy it, order it, whatever, put it in your drawer if you don't know one, but I bet you know one. I bet you know at least one conscious king. So support. Um, go out on Marina's website. You can contact her from the website. If you miss it or misplace it, you can go back and listen to the show and get the information. Or as always, you can contact me through Blog Talk or through Facebook, and I'll give you the information. And we will have her back. I'm going to talk about this again as we work and get ideas. You send your ideas into her, um, and she'll put something together, and we'll just start this movement right now. Marina, yes, any yes. final words? We have like three minutes. Well, I'd just like to say thank you so much. To God be the glory. I'm always in awe of when you ask, do you so receive. So I thank him for leading um, leading me to you, I thank you for what you do, Tammy. And I, I, I tell you, I know you're you're very humble in 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 your reception of of accolades. But I just honor you so much. I've been listening to your show since Titus has been on, and it's been a blessing to me in so many ways. So I just want to thank you for what you do and let you know, don't take it lightly. It's really making a difference. It's changed my life in just a short period of time that I've been listening to you. So. Thank you for being obedient. Thank you to your listeners, and just I'm 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 in I'm in a good place right now. I'm, I'm encouraged, and I'm ready to move forward even 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 harder. Well, great. I want every time I leave my house, I want to see a one at least one shirt on somebody. So that's my that's. So we'll we'll start there, and we'll connect, and and try to set up something else, and we'll go from there. Okay. Thank you so much. And thanks to everyone for for staying with us all this time. Thanks to everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Some days life feels perfect. Other days it just ain't working. The good, the bad, the right, the wrong, and everything in between.
like I'm drowning in the deep Well it's crazy to imagine Words from my lips and the arms of compassion Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die